He capped the bottle and dropped it into the gym bag. Picking up speed, he pounded down the stairs, no longer concerned about making too much noise. He just wanted to see an end to the metal stairs and stone walls. A third 402 in black letters was painted on the wall at the next landing. Figures bounced in his head. 402 times 3 equals 1,206. Was that feet? He certainly descended farther than 1,206 feet. The muscles in his thighs burned. What could possibly be at the bottom of this shaft? Missile silos weren't this deep. Chicago's deep tunnel project was only 350 feet underground. It took 30 years to build. How long has this shaft been here, and how long did it take to dig? He may reach the bottom and find an unfinished shaft. If he had to turn around and run back up, he'd sooner put the gun to his head. Ignoring the pain in his calves, he increased his speed, taking less than one second per flight. He finally caught sight of a stone floor, an actual end to this monotony. Several yards from the last stair was a door. Breathing came in gasps, sweat glistened on his skin. On the wall next to the door was the number 1,608. A familiar number. The number was in meters and equal to 5,280 feet. He was exactly one mile below the surface. With one hand wrapped around the gun, he grabbed the door latch and slowly pulled. Light burst through, forcing him to shield his face. Blinking the burning from his eyes, he rammed the door open and stepped out onto a walkway. Gun at the ready, he checked to the left and right of him, but didn't see any movement. Stretched in front of him was a cobblestone courtyard as wide as a four-lane highway. If there were people here, did they run for cover when they heard him coming? Or did something chase them away years before he arrived? Someone or something had to be operating the lights. One-story buildings served as sentries on both sides of the courtyard, their marble fronts in an assortment of colors, metal doors painted. He ignored the fatigue in his legs while his senses picked up the chirping of birds in nearby trees, the rustling of leaves from a breeze that barely kissed his skin. Billowing clouds hung in a sunlit sky so blue it made his eyes sting. Stone benches lined the courtyard every ten feet. Dazed, he blinked quickly, expecting the scene to disappear like a mirage, but it didn't. Slowly circling like a lost tourist, his hand lost its grasp on the gym bag. It slipped from his hand and thudded to the cobblestone. Three-story buildings in the distance jutted toward the sky, chrome facades gleaming in the sunlight. As he wandered into the center of the courtyard, he scanned the surrounding buildings, checking windows and rooftops. A variety of sweet aromas filled the air from nearby ceramic flower urns. Yellow petals, too yellow. Pink petals, too pink. The entire area was an amateur paint-by-number scene. He holstered his gun, stumbled to the curb, and dropped onto the nearest bench. He should have been questioning how all this could be happening. After all, he was sure he was a mile underground. Any normal person would have been questioning his sanity, exploring his surroundings, examining all possible explanations. Any sane person would have been mumbling, impossible, ridiculous, absurd. But only one word came to Dagger's mind. Home. Chapter 1. Five Days Earlier.
Dagger decided this wasn't going to be a bad day after all. For one thing, all of his organs and bones were intact, despite the throbbing muscles that would turn to huge bruises tomorrow. But more importantly, the man dying on the living room floor hadn't bled on Sarah's new area rug. That should win him brownie points, seeing that he was already on her hit list for not helping to clean Einstein's aviary. Speaking of Einstein, where was the advanced warning from his attack bird? The scarlet red and blue macaw poked its head around the corner of the grated door to the aviary. During the melee, Einstein had been noticeably absent. Dagger struggled to pull himself up on one knee. Maybe he should have extracted a little blood from the intruder and added it to the pink and mauve rug. Sarah's bright color scheme made his eyeballs hurt. Now, if only he had the energy to bury the oaf before his partner returned.